Welcome to Chapter 43 of our podcast. Today is Remembrance Day in Canada and in France, so we will remember a very special man to both Julie and me and an uncle I never met. And the list of things to do here shrank dramatically. What to do in winter? Find out on Jeff and Julie Move to France during a global pandemic. So our podcast is actually falling on Remembrance Day in Canada and France. It's it's not called Remembrance Day, though, here, is it? No, it's called L'anniversaire de l'armistice. And in Canada, it's called La journée du souvenir. Ah. So, uh, you know, it, it's a little oh, bit... French, yeah. it, It's a little bit different. And also, here, it's a stat. Yeah. It's a holiday. Like- I don't think there's any time granted in Canada, is there? Well, unless it's uh, well, government workers and banks. banks? Yeah. 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 So it's not a statutory holiday in Canada. It is here because the French love to be on holiday. Well, that's one reason. But I think they also really respect uh, the day that this represents and, and you know, firsthand, right? I mean, this is where it all, this yes. is where the rubber met the road here. So I think... Uh, in the European countries, it's taken a, a little more seriously because this is where it happened. I see. And so uh, France, certainly no exception. And I, I'm, I'm completely for this. I think, I think uh, there needs to be a day, especially in Canada, you know, it, it, it kind of makes me crazy for the, the, the few holidays that people actually get in Canada in comparison to Europeans. Is it too much to ask that we take a day off to respect those who gave us our freedom? Is it too much, really, one for a one point. day of the year? And now I know that they 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 do everything at the cenotaph at eleven, and it's uh, you know it's covered uh, by the press, and it's the moment of silence and everything. But I really believe that it this should evolve into a full holiday as it is here. I think it's you know it's just, you make a good point. You know. It, it's yeah. uh, and I and I think the French do handle things like that a lot better. Uh, and, and in terms of ceremony, in terms of protocol, yep. yeah. And and you know what? It's not a it, the the ceremony. It's not a big you know American kind of thing. It's subtle, but it's it's respected and it's handled and it's revered. Did you notice something's missing? Poppies. Exactly. Yeah, they they don't wear poppies to the degree we do in Canada, and I, you know, I'm well I'm big big advocate of the poppies. So the the poppy comes from England. Okay. Um, and it, it they first got um sold like right after the First World War in order to raise funds for injured shold, soldiers, soldiers yeah. for um kids um that are abandoned widows, um but in France they have Le Bleuet. Oh, yes. And the, they call it Le Bleuet because that's what they used to call the new recruits that came to fight the, the, the First World War. So their uniforms were bright blue and, and not stained or, or, mm. or t- tattered or damaged. So those were the Bleuets, and that's why they wear the Bleuet here. And uh, it's, But even that is not worn to the degree that poppies are in Canada. Maybe not in this region. Maybe not in this region. That's true. That that's a really good point. And a- almost anything we say about France is is somewhat anecdotal to our surroundings. And that may be another one. It may be another one. I mean, I'll, I'll bet you up in Normandy, uh, where I'm going to talk about uh, Uncle Tom here, 
where he fought, I'll bet it's a different thing. Uh, the day that my folks and uh, we went to Normandy, so we, that was an interesting day. We went, uh, I think, was it 2006, Julie? I think it was, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. we had an opportunity to take my mom and dad uh, here before the Parkinson's kind of took control of my dad, and he was able to walk around and, and really take it all in. And we went down to, uh, I kind of orchestrated the thing so that we would be on the beach on June 6th, which is D-Day. And, oh, now, you weren't there that day, but you want to talk about a moving ceremony. And mm. the reason it was moving was because it was so austere. It, it just, it, it was like a small band, you mm. know, um, some of the original gear, some of the original Jeeps. And, but it was just a tiny ceremony. And there were a lot of people in attendance and just, it, it's, it's gotta be a bucket list. <sighs> always lose it well tom yeah but yeah but, it's, but, it's something that you you need to do i think to get the, the importance and significance of the lives that were lost um to to enjoy the life that we have now well exactly and uh tom who only passed away a couple of years ago uh june 19th 2021 he was 109. I know. I know. <laughs> he, was, he was a bit of a freak. <laughs> yeah, he really was. But he began to serve in the Canadian Army uh, in 1940. And then he deployed with the 1st Canadian Tank Delivery Regiment in uh, Northwest Europe, where he saw action uh, in, in the Normandy region. It wasn't on the beach. It was uh, in a pivotal battle of the Falaise Pocket, which is just inland mm. a little bit from from the beaches and uh you know he he obviously lived to to talk about it although he didn't like to he did not like talking about the war at all but you know what he did enjoy talking about was his efforts after the war because he and his wife sadie at the time they stayed on um for quite a few years actually three or four years they stayed on as part of the marshall plan uh, to help germany with their uh reparations from the war and uh, they they were uh, in Dusseldorf, I believe, yeah, uh, into the fifties. Right. And they they lived there, and helped out with 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 all of the reparations. Uh, and you know, he he does like to talk about those days, or he did like to talk about those days. Yeah, he had some good some good stories. Yeah, he really did. But uh, I also lost an uncle that I never met, and that's my mom's brother, mm -hmm. Rudy. Rudy, and he was also shot down in, or, or also saw action in France and was ultimately shot down in northern France. So mm. so there is this connection. And uh, I'm not surprised that here in France, they take this day just a little bit more seriously. Yeah, it's, it's, it's very close to home. When I was in radio, I always used to post this uh, poem uh, because <laughs> it... It's it, it just really, uh, to me, illustrates the importance of the soldier. It is the soldier, not the minister, who has given us freedom of religion. It is the soldier, not the reporter, who has given us freedom of the press. 
It is the soldier, not the poet, who has given us freedom of speech. It is the soldier, not the campus organizer, who has given us freedom to protest. It is the soldier, not the lawyer, who has given us a right to a fair trial. It is the soldier, not the politician, who has given us the right to vote. It is the soldier who salutes the flag, who serves beneath the flag, and whose coffin is draped by the flag, who allows the protester to burn the flag. Wow. To me, that just crystallizes the importance of the day and the soldier. And thank you to Charles Michael Province from the U.S. Army who wrote that beautiful many, many years ago. Yeah. So that is Remembrance Day or again in France? Uh, uh, L'anniversaire de l'armistice. And we'll try and move on to a little lighter topic. But, uh, you know, it when you do walk that beach, uh, something takes over. Because mm. uh, I'll, I'll never forget, Dad and I were walking on that beach on June 6th, 2006, and we didn't say a word. Oh. It just overtook you. Yeah. It was so, so much there so much that you can envision and feel yeah well you can you there you can definitely feel it and i i've actually uh got quite a few friends who have done the walk uh and it's it's the same everybody comes away with this eerie uh quiet that takes takes over you when you're down there anyway it's something worth doing if you're planning a trip to france uh, Normandy's typically pretty chilly, even in the summer, because mm -hmm. we were there in June, and it was you could you could even feel. Well, it's the it's the breeze off the water. Yeah, it's the breeze off the Atlantic. It mm -hmm. hasn't quite warmed up at typically, but it is a beautiful, beautiful part of France. It really is, uh, and uh, <laughs> you always get a little bummed out about this time of the year because it's your birthday, and yeah. then. <laughs> Remembrance Day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's happy, 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 all. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, we celebrated your birthday. We did. Uh, you took me out to lunch. We had a lo lovely lunch. Well, and... your birthdays typically go for quite a while. Like, they, they last in into the probably next week. That'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, this year, it was, you know, 16 or 17 degrees, um, beautiful sunshine, Back home, it typically was either wet snow or rain. Um, so I, I really enjoyed the, yeah, br a, the bright day. You got a good day, and we've got two or three beauties ahead, like 21, 22. Yeah. I mean, that's amazing. It's gardening weather. Yeah. Yeah, for <laughs> mid-November. Uh, yes. And uh, you, you got a, a couple of <laughs> gifts on your birthday. Yeah, thank you, Jeff. That was very kind of you. Actually, I was thinking about the one that came in the email. Maybe you could uh, expand on that. Oh, that was a gift <laughs> from the lab. <laughs> yeah. Who said that my my poo kit <laughs> that I shipped off a couple months ago, uh, the results were negative. So oh, that's great. It's really, that was a fantastic birthday Happy gift. Happy birthday. Yeah, <laughs> It you. came in on your birthday. <laughs> yeah, it did. Way too funny. But no, but yeah, uh, you got a couple of... Uh, well, it's kind of related because you gave me, or actually... Our dogs. Gave, I, had, I had nothing to do. Yeah, with our this. dogs gave me a brand new toilet seat. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, because the one that we had, e- even though we paid good money for it, I kept on falling off of. Well, it's, <laughs> it's not, not your fault. It was a piece of crap toilet seat. I, yeah, it, it wouldn't hold steady. So yeah, it, it just kept yeah, it kept falling off the yeah, edges. One of one side or the other. So you had to be perfectly balanced. And, yeah. and the dogs approached me uh, one by one, and they said, uh, you know, uh, could you do something about this for our our mom? You're a terrible father. Yep. So. And- and they resolved the issue. Yeah, they went to Castorama and uh, Blue, amazing, spoke beautiful French. Asked them where to find the toilet seats. And was he wearing his beret that he, day? He really was. Oh, yeah, okay. that's <laughs> he really good. Was. That's good. Well, happy birthday, sweetie. You Thank deserve you. Deserve it. You do a lot of stuff for all of us here, and uh, yeah. Now you have a nice place to sit. <laughs> Notice I said sit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you very much, and thanks to the pups. It was uh, very, very thoughtful. And uh, we capped off the day with a lovely dinner with some friends. Yeah, that was nice. And that was really, really lovely. So uh, it was all, all in all a really great day. Mm-hmm. Merci beaucoup. Uh, bienvenue. Uh, je vous en prie. Ah, oh, c'est bien. Oui. Mm. Uh, de rien. Oui. Uh, yeah. uh, so. I know, oh. I know them all now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So last week... Um, we decided for the first time in two years. <laughs> it's hard. I'll we've never done this. We've never we've never used the garbage service. We can't do anything without getting notices or yelled at or fines or, or traffic tickets or or damages. Yeah, we'll get to that. Uh, so we leave our garbage out because they 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 pick it up every Monday morning. Now, typically, see, they've got a great system here. Uh, yeah, we, I just take the garbage. We have these garbage uh, bins everywhere. They're everywhere. They're, yes. They're like within, they're probably within five kilometers of the next one or even closer. Oh, closer. Yeah. You can get, and, and they're for every little district. Yeah. So you just take your garbage to the big bin and dump it in there. But they also have curbside pickup. That's right. And this one time where we decided to use the Monday morning service, we come back from our walk, and there's this big tag on the garbage can. And maybe you could, because you have it, right? Yeah, I do. It says, uh, poubelle refusée. So poubelle is a great name, by the way, but it's, <laughs> it's the name for the garbage. The garbage bin. Oh, yeah, okay. it's a garbage bin. Okay. It's the bin. It's the poubelle. So our, our, our poubelle is refused. It says the motive, the motive for refusal uh, was the pre- presence of r- recyclable packaging now here's my question is the guy opening up our bag no like what's that all about then they 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 have they go on uh, and it, they say you have t- two solutions oh possible okay solution a is I will respect the uh, conditions of uh, putting out my garbage okay and I will make sure that anything that is recyclable gets sent to the proper area because they do have yes again very well organized like these big bell uh thingies you know what i will uh we've got a couple pictures of the amazing recycling facilities that are also in every town and region and uh we we do our best but i guess we're not doing enough yeah they like they want you to separate your glass your plastic your your paper um and let me get to solution b Right. That, and, and it's in red, and there's a big thumb down, and there's a, 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 a face with a, a frown. It's, I'll continue to be an idiot, and I will get fined, and your your garbage will no longer be picked up. That's what it says? An idiot? Uh, 
No, I'm kind of improvising. I'm just embellishing. Oh, but that's 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 the intent of it. Yeah, it, it literally. You, you can continue to be a knob. Yes. and have your garbage not picked up at yeah, all. Yeah, like it says, I will continue to put anything I want in the garbage, and then there's the frowny face. <laughs> Is the frowny face wearing a beret? No. Ah. <laughs> Is the frowny face carrying a baguette? No. No. Okay. <laughs> Uh, and then you, you could get fined 35 euros. Oh, well, we don't want that. By the township. So so I, I'm not really sure exactly why it was refused, but I went on the website and it looks as though um, they do not accept anything that's compostable. Oh. Um, so that's my fault. Like I put coffee grinds in the, in the oh, garbage yeah. bag and... And you well, know, sometimes you do, but uh, most times you spread them under the roses. The roses, yep, yep, yeah. But um, so, so f- further on, I I see that uh, the township encourages people to to um, get a composter. Okay, okay. And you can obtain one from them, a huge one, um, for fifteen euros. Oh wow! Okay. So well. I think we're going to start composting. I think it's a good thing to do ecologically. Uh, it's a good thing to do. Yeah. Um, Absolutely, and we have tons of space to keep a, a composter and, and not have it bother us. Yes, I agree. So, I agree. okay, we'll do that. And then, but, you know, I, I just, I don't want any more signs or stickers. I'll just continue to do what I've been doing for two years, and I'll just deal with the garbage myself. I'm, I, you know, I don't, I, don't, I don't need that. I don't need that in my life. Well, this brings me to the French phrase of the day. Ah. What? Poo bells and garbage? You bet. Okay. Here we go. Si l'on considère notre planète comme une poubelle, il n'est pas surprenant d'y croiser autant d'ordures. Si l'on considère notre planète comme une poubelle, il n'est pas surprenant d'y croiser autant d'ordures. I... I, I... If you consider the planet a, uh, a garbage pail, yes. Uh, our if you consider our planet or our garbage pail, which which was it, notre planet? Yes. If you consider our planet a garbage pail, and then I'm I'm out. Il n'est pas surprenant. It's yeah. not surprising. Oh, it's okay. It's not surprising. De croiser. So what what's croiser? Croiser, cross to come across. Oh. Alors on se croise. Uh, okay. Non, uh, mm-hmm. You know we. Go, Walk by one another, on se croise. Uh-huh. D'y croiser autant d'ordures. Again, nothing. So, ordure is another word for garbage. Oh, God, how many do you guys need? There's quite a few. Holy! <laughs> so, uh, I'll, just, I'll just do the second part again. Yeah. Il n'est pas surprenant d'y croiser autant d'ordures. All right, so what does the whole thing mean in English? If you consider our planet a, a garbage can, it's not surprising to come across so much garbage. Oh, okay. And I, I just want to go through some of the... Okay, so déchet is garbage. Mm-hmm. Uh, poubelle is... A garbage can. Garbage can, okay. Uh, but also, what's... Uh, no, there was other ones. Vidange. Yeah, that was the one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, vidange is garbage, and then you just gave another one. Ordure. Holy man. Well, I guess Canada, we have trash and garbage, and we have a few things. Yeah. But 
Well, that's a good one, and it's true. And and you know, uh, I I always I always get anxious and and upset when I see just litter just mm-hmm. thrown. You know, when we remember that in Rockwood, it used to drive me crazy because people would dump stuff. Like I'm not talking about a McDonald's bag, which is bad enough. Like hold. Uh, you know, trucks full of crap in the ditch, tires, and I just, how do you live with yourself? Yeah, no, there's very little um, garbage here uh, on the the roadways, and and on our walks, we seldom see wrappers or cans or bottles. It's, uh, I think there's, it's pretty respectful of of nature around here. And they're doing something different, right? We just noticed, uh, all of a sudden, we've got, we buy these water bottles, tall one the big ones because you, you, yeah you know not you single take, serving not single serving ones obviously uh and you take the i was wondering why why can't i get the lids off anymore because they're attached because they want you to recycle the bottle cap as well as the bottle right and and it, it's kind of a pain for pouring sometimes it gets in the way and splashes all over but uh it's a good uh, well, idea only if you're not careful i mean just... well, i know you were gonna only if you're an idiot you were just gonna say that <laughs> yeah, i was gonna say that but yeah. I, I decided i'd be nice <laughs> okay no no it's true and and so we keep them on there i mean we we never separated them anyway but um but no that there's another it's tiny but mm-hmm. it, it all counts and, and what were you saying about uh composting if if everyone composted properly that would be what um they were claiming that they would save 10 percent of their um, city budget. Holy. If people recycled properly and composted properly. Well, we're almost there. And uh, I've always maintained that I am the uh, accidental environmentalist. And, um, you know, as a result, we 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 make many trips to the, uh, to the little recycling bins, which we'll show you on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And now we just have to increase uh, our game on Composting. Compo- I'm, I'm kind of excited. I think I, I think it's it's time. I wasn't aware that there was a program. I, I just thought that that you know, unlike Canada, people just didn't compost. And I guess I guess yelling at them by putting a sticker on the garbage can isn't the worst thing. So now we're informed, and now you are informed as well. So uh, well, thanks. I like the French phrase of the day. That was very good. Good. I like tying things in. Now, uh, last week. Uh, when we left you, we were awaiting the second shipment. We were awaiting a second crew to come and yes. help us with the first shipment that had been stored in our carport. That's right. And from our move from Toronto from your condo. Correct. And th- there was we came in here to record on Friday morning, and uh, we had no notice of anything happening that day. So we were great. We were confident that we could uh, mark this off and no one was... We come out of the studio and there they are at the gate. Yep, big truck. Two guys. Two guys. And they're very they're very nice. They're, they, yep. they seem very apologetic. And when they saw what was under the carport, they were... Uh, yeah, they, they couldn't believe it. And they also couldn't believe the quality of the packing. From Toronto, they said uh, they, they were they were from uh, where were they from uh, Romania, yeah Romania, and and the the, the guy was saying yeah, I do I do the pack and unpack this is not how you pack yeah this is not how you pack yeah and, I, I I could tell they really felt bad for us well and then 
uh, we bring all the parts of the, the bed in. And you have one of these beds from the condo that's really cool. It's got a hydraulic uh, lift on the mattress so that you can pull up the mattress and have storage yeah. underneath. Yep. Well, there was no hardware for the bed. So the bed parts are still in the... In Strewn the sp- all over the house. Yeah. And there are many of them. And so um, the only update I have for you on the move is that my call with AMJ is later today, and we'll see how that goes and report on that next week. But in the meantime, we still have stuff all over the place. The guys couldn't unpack everything. Um, been a lot of work, a lot of work. Well, we and, and, and that's the thing. We haven't been able to get out and, and, and do the things that we like to do here in France. But uh, that's, that's the, uh, the latest uh, moving update, and we'll... We'll hopefully put a button on that next week yes. and be done with it all. Yes. But, you know, Jeff, <laughs> there isn't a lot to do. No, I know. I know. It's in a, winter here. Once November hits, and we've, we've spoken about this many times before, uh, the restaurants just kind of shut down, or at least they reschedule the ones that are open. And so, like, you know, Bombacule, for instance, it's, it's, it's only open for lunch on several- uh, Wednesday to Sunday, but dinner only Friday and Saturday. Yeah, that yeah. kind of thing. And, you know, we were there for lunch the other day and- Actually, it wasn't that full, so uh, you know they're they're on the right track, uh, trying to stay yeah. open as, as as long as they can, I guess. Yeah, there's yeah. just not a lot of people here. <laughs> well, I mean, I think we're we're 2,400 inhabitants. Here. Yeah, and I mean, we were out for dinner last night, and uh, there were probably six or seven tables empty still. I mean, it, there was good, a fair good crowd in there, but no, I think I think uh, they they did well last night. But you're right. There's not a lot to do. No, you know. So, so I I went on the website for the region that we're in, which is Lot et Garonne, and and just kind of used the Google machine and said, okay, what do we do in winter in Lot et Garonne? And so, you know, they they suggest all the fine museums that are here, the chateaus. We've we've see, we've visited uh, two of them so far, mm-hmm. but there are others to go see. Okay. And they do stay open during the winter hours All right. uh, or the winter months, but have limited hours. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, you know, there's there's kind of like the Hazelnut Museum. What? It's a, yeah, the Hazelnut is is a very popular And they made a museum out of it? Yeah, there's a Hazelnut Museum. Um, but at this time of year, you can only go if you're a group and you have to reserve. So you have to be a group of nuts to go see the nut museum. That's right. That's right. Oh, um, and then there's also the prune museum. Oh! <laughs> and that stays open year round except for January. Um, and for that one, you yeah, you need to to call ahead and make sure they know you're coming. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And yeah. they probably give you a, like a little warning, like. Uh, just make sure that uh, you know where the washrooms are, <laughs> yeah, that kind of a thing. Yeah, and there, there's all kinds of charming little <laughs> museums, like you know, Le Foie Gras Museum, and the Bee Museum, the Hand Tool Museum. There's a Hand Tool Museum. There is. <laughs> well, now you're talking. But it's closed from November to April. <laughs> <laughs> I can't win. I can't win. I would love to see the Hand Tool Museum. <laughs> I didn't know there was a hand tool museum. Yeah, there is. Oh. There's a museum for everything. Jeez. So. <laughs> Prunes, nuts, hand tools. Chocolate. There's a chocolate Foie museum. Gras. Well, can we, is that open? Um, restricted hours. Okay. Yeah. We can go to Josephine Baker's house. We, uh, restricted hours. Okay. Yeah, but we could we could go to Dordogne and go visit um, her, her place. What was her story anyway? 
Josephine Baker. She loved France. She was an American, grew up in the South. Was she a black singer? Woman. Or an actress? Or? She was a cabaret oh, okay. kind of and, oh, yeah. and was v- very popular um, and uh, and lived here and adopted kids from every nationality. That's why she needed 40 rooms in a chateau. Yeah. The, like it was a, a rainbow of, of children. It's not wonderful. It, yes. And in the end, it didn't work out so well for her. The French government let her down. And anyway, it's, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's, hmm. it's a good story. Um, and that's something that's what within a 90 minute drive? Yeah, a little less. Yeah. Um hmm. and then there's also another chateau, the Chateau de Duras. Oh yeah. Which is pretty close by. Right. That's an 11th century chateau. Well, and there's wine in that region. In Duras, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So we could maybe couple that with a lunch and uh you know a degustation. Yeah. Well that's, that's um, what I would think. Yeah. So there are a few things to do. Um, and typically everything shuts down in January, like January 15th to 31st, everything like museums and, mm-hmm. you know, even, even the Hazelnut Museum. Even the Hazelnut Museum? <laughs> even the Hazelnut Museum. Yes. Oh, so some the, people go there three, four, five times. <laughs> <laughs> Repeat customers at the Hazelnut Museum. Oh, that's, that's unfortunate. Well, that's why we um, decided that we would book a little... You know, a yeah. little holiday somewhere. Yeah, are yeah. there other nuts? Like, are there museums for, like, is there a pecan museum? Cacahuete museum? Yeah, cacahuete museum. Is there a, no. anything? No. no. Well, not that I'm aware of. No, no. I think just, it's just strictly hazelnuts. the noisette, noisette museum. Just the hazelnut museum. That's just, it. Wait. All you other don't... nuts, find your own museum. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, that's too funny. Well, we look forward to going to the hazelnut museum, and maybe we'll... Even though it's restricted, maybe we can call up and say a big group is coming, and then just show up. Oh, the other people just. Oh, I don't couldn't. think they, I don't think they would like that. Other people couldn't make it. No. Oh well. Well, we'll try and get something uh, for you to you know enjoy on the Facebook page for next week. But in the meantime, we uh, have lots of photos for uh, Chapter Forty Three. Uh, it has been a bad couple of weeks for getting out there. Mainly after all of the sort of unexpected fallout from our uh, from our latest move from Toronto. So next week, we hope to have something cool to talk about and to uh, show you on the Facebook page. But until then, thanks for listening to Jeff and Julie move to France during a global pandemic. Au revoir. À bientôt.